I cannot prove creation. God never asked me to. He asked me to live His love, His law, and His grace. I wasn't asked to be argumentative, derisive, or sanctimonious. But at times I can be, because I want to convince you about divine things with human methods. And that, that may be the problem, this whole creation evolution fiasco. Sometimes I forget that being chosen doesn't mean better than. It means created for a purpose that witnesses God's grace, God's mercy, and God's goodness to a world that is so caught up in power struggles. In politics, in intelligence, and sadly, even religion. I believe in creation. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ, His Son. I choose to believe this. And the story of creation is the start of my identity, the basis of my beliefs. It shows me that I was respectfully made by the only true God who breathed into my very being, knowing that when I recognize that breath, I will find my way home. I'm Falfo Fowler. Welcome to Sabbath School U. Offering information for your mind. Enabling transformation for your heart. Sabbath School U, a weekly dialogue exploring God's Word and its application for today's world. Okay, before we start this show, I have to give a shout out to the, to the youth in Bulgaria. I was there a couple of months ago, and the enthusiasm of the young people there was inspiring. It, it was life-changing. So for all of you in Bulgaria, hello, and I miss you all. Yes, that's what I wanted to say. Now, the, the three of you, I missed you too, and it's good to be back. So let's see. Tell us, if you could create something, what would, you, what would it be? Man. Le something legal. <laughs> I look at you, Sarah. Do you want Do you want my name first? Yes, please. Okay. Hey, I'm Sarah May Cologne. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyways, well, that is probably one of the toughest questions you could ask because I want to create so many different things. But I think the one I would really like to create, just because I would be really horrible at it, is an opera. Wouldn't that be amazing? Like a full production <laughs> like opera. A Ooh, yeah, opera. like the. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No. Okay, <laughs> next. That would be awesome. No, that is something I wasn't expecting. From Sarah, not from Sarah. really wasn't. A lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> An opera not was not, not, not one of those operas. Yeah, oh, I just thought a theory goes out for the day. Yeah. Carry on. Expect the unexpected from Sarah, huh? Yeah, didn't, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm Andrew Campbell. Um, if I could create one thing, um, and now I know that this these kind of things already exist, but I would create like a, ro a robotic exploration vehicle mm -hmm. that could explore, you know, deep sea, could perhaps fly and could even into outer space and stuff. And, and even though, you know, that's something that exists already, I, I, would, I would like to create that because I think um, I find pleasure in actually creating things myself. So even though it's, it's you know, they're already made and are out there, I think it would be cool to ma actually make it myself. Okay. Yeah. There are lots of operas out there as well. So yeah. We could team up. A robotic opera as a DS. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll pass so, yeah, on that one. <laughs> Icon. My name is Icon, and um, oh, there are a lot of things that I would like to do. One thing that I've always dreamed about doing is uh, is building my own soapbox car. 
You know, the little wooden uh, machines that I you... I definitely think yeah. you're just going to stop at Soapbox so you can stand on it and tell people what to do. Well, now that you're giving them the idea. Maybe that's a good one, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot easier to do that. Than, mm -hmm. mm. And my dad uh, just called me up a couple months ago, and he's like, well, uh, I wrecked the second lawnmower, and do you want do you want the... There I already got go. the first one and fixed uh. it, put it back together. So now I'm getting a second one. He says, well, the... The whole chassis, the whole mm -hmm. bottom part of it is, is shot, but you might use the motor for something. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. there you but, go. But uh, I don't have the time. Well, but it would be something fun to do. If we come back after the summer, you know, you can tell us about the show parts. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Well, since I have the host back again, and Sarah May has always promised to pray in Russian, even though the last time she did it, and we sounded very much like English, Sarah May, we're going to try again. Would you read scripture for today and pray this time in oh, the real Russian? The real Russian. All right. Well, we'll consider it. All right. Scripture is Genesis 1-1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. All right. Let's pray. In Russian. In Russian. Дорогой Бог, помоги нам сейчас, когда мы откроем твое слово. Аминь. Аминь. Didn't sound like English, did it? Yeah. Oh, did you know I, what I said? <laughs> I was afraid that you didn't know any Russian. Now you proved me wrong. You know, but my <laughs> pronunciation so and grammar is so horrible. <laughs> but you know, one thing is, regardless of your pronunciation and grammar, the fact that you can speak a different language, people from that country tend to, to appreciate that, especially when they hear it. So I'm sure there are a lot of people who speak Russian who are going, that wasn't Russian, but thank you. Yeah. So, <laughs> we're grateful. <laughs> All right, coming down to the questions that we have for today's study. Okay. This is the beginning of the study on creation. Um, and today's study is called Jesus, Creator of Heaven and Earth. Mm -hmm. How would you respond to someone if they were to ask you, what is your God like? I love God. <laughs> he's really cool. I would probably say he's this is a very cliche answer, but I'd probably say he's become my best friend because he's an inspiration in every aspect of my life. You know, from, we're talking about creation, I really admire his creative side, you know, and I'd explain like his undying love and patience with my stupidity and stuff like that. And so I'd probably just, yeah. Okay. Mm. I'd be a very, it would be an experiential explanation rather a than. Very personal. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I guess mine would be along the same lines, you know, just that if, if you can imagine the most loving person um, or, or being mm -hmm. um, that you, you can ever think of, uh, that's, that's what I think about when I think about God. You know, someone who is incredibly loving, incredibly unselfish, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's hard for us to be completely unselfish. It's, it, we can mm -hmm. try, but a lot of times it boils down to, you know, what about me? And, uh, <laughs> I've heard the only time that people are really altruistically loving towards somebody else is when a mother changes a diaper or a father changes mm. the diaper of a baby. That's uh, the only time because there's no benefit out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing example. Uh, Boy, think of God champion. <laughs> I would have to say God is involved. That's what most sticks out to me at the moment. What is your God like involved? Mm. Um, a, lot of, a lot of pictures of God, they, they describe God as, as maybe creating or uh, even starting the process of, mm -hmm. of creation, but then not being involved anymore mm -hmm. at that point. And I don't care. Even if such a God existed, mm -hmm. I wouldn't care to have a relationship with Him. I, mm -hmm. A God that isn't involved in humanity that isn't involved in human life in my life what is my connection to him 
Right. You might as well be dead. Mm -hmm. uh, some have talked about the watchmaker god or something. Mm -hmm. The god watchmaker is, god? Yeah. The, Philosophical is you. Yeah. The, the <laughs> god that starts off the creation yeah. experience and then just lets evolution take its process. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and that is a god that is not involved anymore, that, that might have given that initial, right. um, that initial yeah. beginning, but then not involved. Kind of well, that like would not work for me. Kind of like deism, you know, mm -hmm. just a god that's, you know, completely Steps separate, away. unreachable, you know, he set everything in motion and he did it in such a perfect way that everything can run itself mm -hmm. and he, he no longer has to... So that's a view out there and yeah. I, I can't subtract. God has to be involved and that's yeah. what's important to me. And, you know, for me, um, I think that question is a very, very important question. Actually, um, A.W. Tozer, he writes a book and he, he says that's like one of his, his opening line, you know, when the very first thought that comes into your mind when you think about God is the most important thing about you. And, uh, it, you know, ba basically, uh, there, are a lot of pe there are a lot of different views about God, but, mm -hmm. you know, everyone, or, or at least I shouldn't say everyone, but, you know, in our Western world, we use this word God to refer to this being and we have so many different ideas about him right. um, and so I may say the word God to you and you're thinking something completely different than what I'm thinking. I think and that's why this is a very good question kind of gets mm -hmm. the start of, of who is who is this God and, and in the creation account I see God who who steps out of his realm mm -hmm. and steps kind of into ours who mm -hmm. steps out of his time and into our time and that that is that involved God and mm -hmm. that leads into a loving God yeah. a caring God yeah. a, a good God yeah. See, this is why I like you guys being here because right? you guys do the segue into the next question we're asking about God and he segues right into creation I'm like oh, okay don't have to do that you were sorry you were going to say something well now I'm going to unsegue it okay. <laughs> well that's why we have Sarah here in fact no I just find it really interesting how people do describe who God is or how they are connected to God and I guess partially because of what I've experienced in my life. And one of the things I remember someone explained to me is God was their mentor. Yeah. And it was really cool because they told me to always ask people, you know, who's the most inspiring person you know? And why are they inspiring? And how are they connected to you? Are they connected to you? And then, okay, so think of the most inspiring person that is connected to you, times that by a thousand. Mm -hmm. And there's God. You know, and it's just like, and you can't really capture it in that, but it was really cool to be able to get people to be thinking about the things that make them happy and the, the aspects of what they like and the people that they look up to. And so it was just, I don't know, you look confused. No, I was thinking about what you're saying. When I was younger, <laughs> I was trying to figure out, you know, we grew up in, in church where they have a very, everybody tries to, has a very boxed def definition of God. Like mm -hmm. this is very, you know, this is what God is and don't mess with it. This is all it is. Mm -hmm. You know, he speaks in the King James language and that's the only, you know, he's got this very James Earl Jones the, you know, type of voice. Yeah. And, you know, whenever you hear it, that's always, even in a play, it's like, I'm here for you. And, you know, if you ever hear God with a high pitched voice, you're probably freaking. <laughs> but, you know, that's the, and I remember as a teenager, uh, my, I, had this problem relating to God because he just seemed so distant. Mm. And my mom says, look, this is a God who created you. This is a God that breathed into you. Mm. This is a God that, you know, in, in scripture, it tells you, you can go wrestle with. Right. So wrestle with God, you know, have your arguments with God. Mm -hmm. Just there's how you would relate to him is, yeah. is important. So when I was in Bulgaria, I was preaching and I, I mentioned this wrestling, fighting with God thing. And so somebody asked me, so what do you mean by wrestling with God? And I was, I was sitting there going, how do I tell you what I know so well? Mm -hmm. I don't have words to define mm -hmm. this relationship. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I, I just say this is, a, it's very 
it's like family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How do you define family? Exactly. You know, when, when I, you argue with family and you, you joke with family and, you, you know, you're upset with family, but it's family. How do you mm -hmm. define family? Mm -hmm. um, and if, from looking at your definition, I mean, hearing your definitions here, you could take, if you were to sit, sit, you know, 10 of the most popular ministers and ask mm -hmm. them to define, you know, say, what is your God like? And ask them to write it down, mm -hmm. their definitions or their relationship with God is going to be so different. If you ask them to say it, then each one is going to sort of roll off the other. So it all sounds right. like one, like, again, very definite. This is, and I, I, it comes from, again, going back to scripture and finding mm -hmm. out for yourself. And then when you sit down like this, you bounce off ideas going, oh, yeah, you know what? That is, that mm -hmm. is a, sort of my definition. Mm -hmm. I just didn't, didn't articulate yeah. it that way. Yeah. And I think the really cool part is, is that God can fit into anyone's world, like personal little bubble. You know, he's not stuck in a certain box like some people put him in. And so, like, he can be my playmate, you know, like we can go and have, like, weird hangout time. And maybe for someone else, it's, like, someone to cry with, you know. And it's just, he's... Right. And, and I think that's amazing because often the things that we say that, that God is so amazing about this or that is what we like ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I think right. here is the, the issue where God is much more than that because he is... All of that, yes, mm -hmm. but he's so much more than that. Absolutely. Yeah. And and for me, the question is, how can I stretch my own perception of God to encompass aspects of God that I wouldn't typically, as a person, mm -hmm. uh, feel connected to, yeah. Um, yeah. and see God in a bigger picture? Stretch my mind to to see the bigger God, not just the God that I like yeah. mm -hmm. and that I project. Yeah. Um, but actually the God of, of, of others. And that's why this dialogue is so, so important. So why is creation so important in this whole, I guess, in this understanding of God? I mean, you have to remember, I mean, we have to look, when you look at it, you see Moses wrote this for, for mm -hmm. Israel to understand. And he starts off with in the beginning. And he's clear to say in the beginning there was nothing except mm -hmm. water and there was a void. So why is creation important? <laughs> I think it sets up an entirely different worldview, a, a whole different paradigm of how to live life. And everything mm -hmm. after that just kind of builds on that. Because of this, if, everything okay, else Okay, you say how to live life. How? From creation, do you get that? How do you live life? Well, if you have a caring God, you will treat others with respect. If you mm -hmm. have a God that put Well, well you back up. You will what? <laughs> Seriously, you will what? If you had a caring God, you would what? You are caring towards others, you're respectful towards others. Yeah. See, that, that's, that's, okay. In, in our world today, on Christian message boards, on, on political mm -hmm. boards, mm -hmm. on, on places where people live in anonymity, and they say, I'm a Christian, and then they go, Psst. you know, the intro is talking about being sanctimonious. Mm -hmm. I get emails from people saying, I saw a young lady using a phone. She's got a Bible on her phone. Mm -hmm. I've got, <laughs> and, and they've got really nasty emails. I get them. I think it's it's that it's also other aspects that we often neglect. If God created this world as an environment for us to live, then how mm. can I exploit it? How can I misuse the Earth's resources? Mm. And that comes into an area of ecology that we don't like to talk a lot about. <laughs> um, so it touches all aspects of life: our interpersonal relationships, our relationship to animals, our mm. relationship to the Earth to mm -hmm. the environment, the resources that we have. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to let the water run while I'm... Right. You know, I'm going to be careful with the resource. I'm going to take care of my plant. I'm going to recycle. I'm going to... You know, these are all things that 
actually in some way or another fit together and that's it's scriptural. the whole world worldview that that sets yeah. it apart which yeah. i think yeah. part of it too uh, exactly like what he's saying is is remembering to the in whose image we've been made mm. you know we've been made in the image of god and yeah. and that helps to give us identity um because now you know if you would take a, a different worldview and and say basically you know everything happened by chance and we we're really here as a result of you know just evolution um then that changes the way that you value life even the way that you treat other people because it, you know you think of the whole survival of the fittest mm -hmm. type mm -hmm. of motif from from evolution um it becomes a competitive atmosphere where i need to make sure that i'm i'm looking out for myself mm. you know um the you see the opposite thing in in the creation story you see an unselfish god that you know is wants is creating out of love and wants equality and it um i think there there are going to be challenges to what you're saying and 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 uh, since we can challenge you. Um, right, right. And here we go, in this corner. <laughs> Some of the newest research in evolution science uh, mm -hmm. would say um, for a species to survive, there is altruism. That go mm -hmm. goes back to this question of do you help somebody else even though you gain no personal benefit? Mm. And some studies say, yes, species actually work together. For example, prairie dogs, one will shout, hey, there's a hawk coming and everybody will. Mm -hmm. Why is there mm -hmm. one that puts himself out in danger while mm -hmm. everybody's hiding? Because the survival of the species. So they argue that there are some genes that help the, mm -hmm. the survival of the species. So there are some answers that lean in that direction. But mm -hmm. I think in the bibli biblical account, it's so much more. It's mm -hmm. this God that intervenes. Mm -hmm. uh, and yes, we can, we can be humanists and we can, we can help out each other and, and we, we can be great about some aspects and we can be higher beings, but it's God who does all mm -hmm. these things. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, where the creation view is so different. There is somebody there that is beyond us and that interacts with us. And if I'm not mistaken, of all the religions out there, this is the only one that tells you where this, this God gets very involved. Mm -hmm. Our God gets very involved in the creation process. It isn't just, I'm going to do this and I'm going to make man. It's just, it's mm. throughout, it's, it's a very intentional, very personal involvement in, in the development of life here on earth. Mm -hmm. um, her hand's slowly going up. <laughs> Um, so I kind of, I love what you guys are saying. I think it's absolutely brilliant. But I think for me, one of the reasons I feel like it's really important that this was started out this way is because I always question everything and I want to know why, 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 and where mm. things go back to. And I think in our brains now, how hard would it be to comprehend if it wasn't explained that this is how it all came into play? And I know it's kind of weirdo still, you know, it still seems unfathomable and impossible. But at the same time, it gives us a base, a start. Because when people, like, I remember when I was a kid, my head would almost explode when people would be like, God's been forever. Well, how's Long's forever? And mm -hmm. how did he come about? And you know, you just get caught in these really weird details. Mm -hmm. But this gives us a starting point. Mm -hmm. And in our minds, we need a starting point and then a finishing point. And then mm -hmm. the rest can be fluffy. But it's, <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's really, I don't know. No, I, I agree with you. you know, but again, if you go to Genesis, it's. You can't take Genesis to someone who doesn't believe in the Bible and say, this is true. Yeah. Uh, from, from where I sit in my experience, you can't prove this to yeah. people who don't use the same basis of understanding. This is where faith comes in. Mm -hmm. But I think what Saramea is saying is right, and everybody kind of asked themselves, and, and the great philosophers that took mm -hmm. different 
worldviews and different approaches to life, they all ask those same questions. Where do I come from? Where am I going? Mm -hmm. Those are some basic questions. Mm -hmm. And the Bible gives an answer for that, mm -hmm. that we have to take with a certain amount of faith. Right. Um, there's no way to prove it, but it's, it's the story of God interacting mm -hmm. in a positive way. Right. Now, we have a lot of stories of of mythical stories of how the other, how, how gods in, in the ancient mythologies of how they mm -hmm. created. Mm -hmm. right. But it's always, they had an argument in heaven and they <laughs> fought and they beat each other over the head. One yeah. person died and out of their guts arose. Oh, they were bored. <laughs> or they were bored. It, mm. It's always a very negative. The Bible account is so very different because it is this positive. It's not an, just a, a, a an attack against these worldviews. It's a very separate thing in the way that it says, this is a God who cares and everything else builds on it. So what attributes of God do you find in creation? Mm. Of God, now, I'm not mm -hmm. just talking about why he created, but what attributes of God do you find? Mm. None? No, I'm just <laughs> overwhelmed. I'm <laughs> shaking your head, no, 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 none. None at all, no, just kidding. Man, there's a lot. I, the one I see that I love is creativity. Yeah. Sure. And, and I mean, I just, you know, he could have just made all the animals look the same, same height, same mm -hmm. same color, everything else. Everybody just every, just everything the same. But he goes there and says, "We'll just make kangaroos," yeah. or you know, we make all these these weird animals. Mm -hmm. And it's but he's just, not even only creative about what he creates; it's how he creates it that he's yeah. creative. Mm -hmm. Like it's a double whammy. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I just think that's really cool. And he's methodical in a weird way. He always set up what needed to be done. I'm surprised that you of I all know. people are saying that. She's I'm sitting here methodical. What did you mean today? Methodical. <laughs> Sarah Mace is going methodical. Okay, I, I would have seen, seen a jump in creativity, but I was going to, but I figured you all thought I'd say that, so I had to find something new. How about you, Andrew? No, I I think that you're right on to it. You know, when you talk about a god that creates, you know, a platypus, you know, yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, he's very creative. And then, uh, you know, like you said, methodical in that, you know, he's creating, you know, air and, and mm -hmm. light and vegetation before he, he's setting up the world mm -hmm. so that he can fill it with, you know, inhabitants, mm -hmm. animals and, and humans. And, um, yeah, I, I see also a very loving God, again, um, that just in, involved, stoops down, forms man out of the, you know, the dust of the earth and, and breathes into his nostrils. Yeah, it's nothing else like that out mm. there, you know. I think there's also this element of power. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> A word and things mm. come into being. Yeah. This, this immense creative process just initiated by a word. Mm. Um, yeah. This, and God spoke. And that is just so immense, this idea of mm. material energy, this convergence of these kinds of things, the movement of one into the other, energy being spoken and matter being created. Mm. It, it's an amazing concept mm -hmm. that God can do that. And it shows us the majesty and the superiority of God beyond mm -hmm. any means. And then, of course, we see the very personal picture, too. Yeah. God is very involved in, in, in carving and and shaping, mm. but there's both sides to it, and that's what I like. I will feel more closely to one side, maybe, right. but God has both sides. Mm. Uh, you know, I, when you're talking about the way He created, I like what I what I love about the creation is that God can make something out of nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Each one of you, when you mention what you would create, 
were creating out of something that already existed. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, the concept, yeah. humanly thinking, most people cannot think of, okay, I'm just going to create something out of, I'm, this is a new material that I'm going to come in. Ask a question, it's usually I want to put these parts together. But mm -hmm. God comes in and out of nothing makes something amazing, out of void. It starts off with Genesis mm -hmm. as the void. Mm -hmm. um, and I see that in my personal life. When I'm in a bad situation, or I've lost faith, it just feels like that emptiness. I love hope that I see in creation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hope I think and change, but hope, yeah. There's Sorry. one other thing, <laughs> and that is God is, God is good. Mm -hmm. Everything that He does is good, and that's a reflection of who He is. Uh, the first day, good. Mm -hmm. Second day, good. Third mm -hmm. day, good. Fourth day, good. It, and it's it wraps just it up and says, very good. Yeah. Very redundant in a way, mm -hmm. but it's very important. Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't often seem like God... I, I sometimes struggle with the idea of God is loving. I mean, we've addressed it a couple mm -hmm. of times, but when I'm... When, when my mother dies or, or my child dies, uh, I haven't experienced that, but... I was like, there's something I need to know. <laughs> um, then, then there's the question, of, but who is this loving God, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes maybe the, the idea is God is, God is good, mm -hmm. even if it doesn't feel like He's loving. If I don't have mm -hmm. that hug feeling and uh, loving connection, God is good. C.S. Lewis once said that... Um, uh, in the uh, story of, of Narnia, the lion re representing Jesus, he's uh, Aslan, name of the lion. He's like, people are like, oh, he's, he's wild, isn't he? And mm. the story is, yes, he is wild, but he's good. Yeah. Mm. And I think that's a dialogue of, of mm. God is so powerful that you don't mess mm. with God, but at the same time, he is incredibly good and mm. incredibly involved in, in And yeah. I love that image because it's so inspiring to think, you know, because it's untamed. Like you can't change God, yeah. put back God in but a box. like it's so fascinating because yet at the same time he wow, can be God. so personal, and I just I think that's so cool. Go ahead. No, I was <laughs> just saying to not only is he involved, but he wants us to be involved mm. because he he takes Adam and he says name all the animals. Mm. You know, for for me, if I had spent time you know creating a lot of stuff, I'd probably want that final. He gets, people, he gets in, yeah, the involvement. Yeah. Good point. yeah. So I can do everything, but you yeah. know, I want you to be a part of all exactly. of this. Exactly. So he says, you know, I want, here, name everything, you know. And I think it goes even a step further because God always names before that. The first six days, God names. He names mm. the light. He names mm. the darkness. He names the... Why is that important? Because it shows authority. If mm -hmm. I name something, I have authority. My child. If I have a child anytime and I name it, it is my child. Nobody else has the right to give my baby a name. Mm. It's my name. And so that uh, giving a human being that right is giving authority to them. It's, it's like what she said earlier. I just want to make Very sure. Very eager. That, no, the, the, the mentor part, you know, the idea of getting Adam in as a, as a, as a sense of mentoring. Mm -hmm. You know, here I'm going to create you and I'm going to create you in my image, but I'm going to let you know what, you know, how this thing works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I never saw that before, yeah. but then yeah. when you said that and she, I put the words together, yeah. sometimes I do that. It, it makes sense. <laughs> He yes. gives us that free will, you know, and that that's so important to, you know, even the way that we understand the, the world now and the mm -hmm. great controversy and, and all of that. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a fun couple of weeks. So mm -hmm. we'll see you back in less than 13 times up. Always fun. And I got to learn to put words together, which is a good thing. <laughs> good job. <laughs> Thank you for joining us here on the show. You can start a discussion on our Facebook page or write us at www.sabbathschoolu.org. That's www dot school the letter u dot org bible study is an inspiring adventure as you can see from here it's for both the head and for the heart and i pray yours grows in god's spirit i'm falfo fowler and we'll see you next time on sap school university <laughs>